0: Welcome to the Gut Goddess Show, a podcast for women who are fed up of being tired, bloated and riding the hormonal roller coaster. This is for you if you're ready to create a better belly and gut health, balance your hormones and create a more peaceful, happier mind. I'm Kezia Hall, your host, holistic nutritionist, coach, mum to young kids, trauma thriver, science and holistic geek. And this show explores my three-part methodology, the three F's for feeling good. Food, feelings, and function. So if you're ready to create pain-free periods or ditch the toilet, food, and IBS drama and just create a normal, joyful relationship with your body and with the food that you eat without overwhelm, restriction, or crazy health obsession, this is the podcast for you and I am so glad that you are here. Let's get started with today's episode. So 2023 is over and it was a big year for me and my brain and my internal world. It was brilliant. It was awful all at once. Um, but as the year ends and we begin a brand new season of life, I am left with two really powerful lessons when I think about and summarize what I've learned from last year. And these lessons are really simple, but if you let them into your life, they can change Everything they changed my life for the better. And in this episode, I'm sharing with you a little bit of a summary of my 2023 and two of the key takeaways that I am just letting percolate and kind of embed into my entire life and into my 2024. But there are also things that you can apply that can really help you as you enter this year as well. Whether you're entering entering 2024 with goals and intentions or you're just slowly sorting out all the leftovers from Christmas, <laughs> this episode is going to help you to feel inspired and motivated and learn some of the two simple lessons that you can apply to your life and to your health and to your body and hormones and brain and gut health in 2024 that are actually really simple. These are more mindset shifts and higher level um, beliefs actually that you can easily apply with very little effort, with no expense that are going to give you incredible returns on your health, which sounds good, right? So I'm excited. Um, Otherwise, I am recording this uh, early, early in the morning uh, at the beginning of January. I'm so excited to be here. I hope Christmas and the New Year period has been gentle to you. I know this time of year can, it can just be a mixed bag, can't it? It's like, in my experience, January isn't known for... Um, naturally being the most joyous of times. So every year I always, and this is a total side note, but hot tip for you. Um, if you find January hard, you know, I have had lots of clients with seasonal affective disorder, and I think I struggle with that a bit myself. This is really the time of year just to think about how can I just make... This better. What would make January enjoyable? What would make it lovely? So when I've done this in the past, it means I often we often plan holidays in January because that feels better. I often go away with some girlfriends for a weekend because that feels really fun. I um, go really slow. Like I don't in January is not the time that I start any health protocols. Like my house is literally so full of like mincemeat and mince pies and labor cooking or however you know, it's just not, I'm, I'm not starting a gut protocol or something right now. Just, just no, certainly not doing a juice cleanse. Just, just no. Um, so go gentle and go slow, but also think about what would make this month, what would make the next couple of months feel really fun, feel really exciting. What, what can you do to actually feel good? Because that's what you're in charge of. Okay, so um, I'm excited to be here. I'm just going to jump in because um, I the kids will be awake soon. A couple of things though. If you want a personalized and bespoke plan of action that looks at your food, your lifestyle, and your supplements, if you want to know what the heck to do to feel better in your hormones, in your brain, in your body, in your energy, to target maybe specific areas that you would love to change in 2024, then my birthday sale is still on. Now, if, um, I've extended it. I was going to end it on the 4th, but I'm just ex- going to extend it until the 8th of January just because I realized that was a bit too fast and I'm not really fully back at work for a couple of days. So I'm just extending it until the 8th of January. And this is my 50% off birthday sales. That's right. So you can start working with me and get a private personalized program for nine, from £90. That's the payment plan. £90 a month. That's incredible. I just... Just want to put that out there also I don't think I've done as great a job of telling people about it and people are busy so I'm extending it so more people know because I know there's a lot of you out there that would love to work with me and I've been like oh no I can't afford it or just the math doesn't add up or you've got a lot of money drama in your head okay that's your business um th- this is th- if that's you then you've literally got no excuse now I know some of you for some of you and that 90 pounds a month is still an investment. 100% for sure. If you're struggling to like pay your bills and rent and buy food, this is not for you, obviously. But some of you probably spend more money on wine each month or on clothes each month. And so if that's you, get your butt signed up. There's a couple of spaces left. for a couple of people sign up. I think as of recording this, i have got maybe three left. Um, so get your butt signed up. Go to the link in the show notes. The code is birthday. You'll get 50% off the root program. And um, there's a 14 day money back guarantee. So if you sign up on the 8th and then change your mind, you can, you know, it's all all fine. I'll look after you. Don't worry. But if you know you need to kick up the butt, you need some accountability, you need a clear plan of action. You need to know what the heck is going on, because FY you can't solve a problem if you don't know what the problem is. Just so you know. And but yet for some reason with our health, we constantly are like, oh, I have this problem, I can't seem to lose weight. You know what the solution is? Another diet. No, 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 The solution probably is looking at your thyroid, looking at your gut, reducing your cortisol levels, improving your sleep, all these kind of things. So if you would love to work with me and if you sign up for the birthday, um if you sign up now, you can book your sessions um, anytime between now and March. So we can get started. You can hit the ground running in January if you want to, but you can also book them for like the end of February, March. Again, you can go slow with this. It's okay. There's no like rush. But if you want to get that 50% off, this is the only time I will be doing this. It's a really, I just really wanted to do, to give an opportunity for one-to-one work at a really, really low price point. Because I know the last year has been hard for a lot of people. Um, And this is that opportunity, but I won't be doing it again. Um, So if you go to keziohall.com forward slash sale, it will take you directly to the page and you can sign up there. Use the code BIRTHDAY at the checkout, you'll get 50% off. You can pay in full and get 50% off, or you can get 50% off on a three-month or four-month payment plan. I've tried to make it. It's really flexible. Anyway, and I'd love to work with you, and then you can just book your sessions in right away. So if you've been struggling for a long time, you've listened to this podcast for a long time, and you've maybe, let's be honest, you've probably got a lot of healthy habits in place. You've probably already tried being gluten-free, and you may be mindful of your sugar, and you've got some really great habits, yet you feel awful. Now is the time to find out what is going on with your health, and get a personalized and totally bespoke plan of action. Because so what we'll do together is figure out what the heck's going on in your body, why are you, why do you have those symptoms, what's driving them, and then create a plan of action that targets those, um, those symptoms, that targets what's the root cause, essentially, of how you're feeling. So this is great if you're struggling with your hormones, it's great for gut health, it's great for um, skin issues, um, if you're struggling with your brain and mental health, you know, all the things I talk about poo periods skin autoimmune conditions this would be a great kickstart for the year um it's a shorter program and because that makes it more accessible to people but you'll still get a really personalized plan of action moving forward and i know these sessions from people that did it last year like You know, someone's lost like 30 pounds and feeling incredible and looking incredible. Someone else who did this um, managed to reduce some of their autoimmune markers when they did blood tests with their doctors from implementing a protocol. Someone else reduced their thyroid antibodies. Somebody like real practical shifts can change when you decide to invest in your health. So KeziHall.com forward slash sale. That's till the 8th of January. So you probably need to get, get your butt moving to get there. Um, also, I am doing a free challenge at the end of January. I'm doing the Shift Challenge, which I'm really excited about. Which is going to be a five day extravaganza of teaching and workshops, and it's going to be totally free. And it's going to be in a, we're going to be meditating together. I'm going to be teaching you. If you need a kick up the butt, if you need some accountability, if you need some inspiration and motivation, come to the Shift Challenge. Again, the link will be in the show notes. It's totally free. It's over five days. It's going to be really, really fun and a really holistic approach. Yes, we're going to talk about food. I will provide a meal plan, but we're going to also talk about the brain and hormones and some really important things. So if you're ready, if you're looking to put like a date in the diary where you can sort of like kickstart and hit the reset button, do that. We start on the 29th of January. Link to join will be in the show notes. It's totally free. Invite your pals. It would be great if I have them come. Don't know why everyone's Scottish accent. Anyway, and those are the announcements. But otherwise, let's get into the show. So I want to talk about two of the things that I have been learning, relearning, and really appreciating and just kind of soaking in in this last year. So you're probably recording this at the very start of the new year. So I'll do a more in-depth kind of update and review of the year. But I really want to share these two things because I am recording this and I've just been aware the last couple of months of, of these two things and just really, A, really proud of myself for the progress I've made for the choices I've made, for how far I have come, because I will tell you, it has felt so hard at times. My uh, health journey and physical stuff and having so many babies at once and being sick with those pregnancies and dealing with the complex trauma that I experienced and re-remembered After having my children and the flashbacks and the nightmares and the therapies and the um, all of those things, whilst just dealing with life and toddlers and twins and sleep deprivation and running a business and doing all of those things, I'm just so proud of myself. And there's a part of me that was resistant to hit record and to say that because I know that's so not culturally done but i literally ask every client at every session what are they proud of so i always practice what i preach um and i'm so proud of myself for getting this far and i want to share with you what i've been learning when it comes to health and what has been what i have just been seeing again with fresh eyes essentially so one of the things that i have Been even more aware of, and I already knew this, but even more aware of this year is just the power of health. Often we think about resources as time and as money, right? Which they are, that's warranted. But your health often gets missed off that list. Health isn't seen as a resource. It meaning it isn't seen as something you can cultivate and spend. It's seen either as something that we're entitled to, a given, or that we have no control over. And that is not true. There, of course, will be some things in your life and some things in your biology that you don't have control over. But you have so much influence over your health. It is a resource, and there is so much power to it. Just like money, just like you have influence and a creative ability and ownership on going on making money, just as you have ownership and ability to um, spend, of how you spend and save your time, it's the same with our health and I've always thought this but this year especially I've just been amazed at what I can do and achieve because I have my health or said another way I've been amazed and so grateful that I can do so many things that I love and get excited about and enjoy and that bring delight and that serve others and that impact others others, because I have been investing in my health and I've been investing in my health for a real long time, guys. And health is so much power in your health. And it's power to do the things that you love, the things that light you up, the things that help you to serve and impact other people, the things that you dream of doing happen when you invest in your health. It doesn't happen any other way. Health is a resource. And how much are you investing in it, cultivating it, allowing it to like all the interest to save up? Is your health an overflowing resource or is it something A, you feel entitled to or B, you feel powerless over? Because that needs to change. And I have been aware of this for many years, but this year, like there's just countless times where I just look. I have so many moments and I'll probably get emotional several times in this podcast. I have so many moments where I look at my life and I think I'm so grateful I can do that because I I am aware that I was on a trajectory, health-wise, that was going to mean I was really limited. That I was too anxious to leave the house. That I was too fatigued to exercise. That I had too much pain in my joints to open doors and cupboards. And, um, you know, this is before I had kids. You know, I was exhausted and struggling before... (laughs) having children, you know, before any actual sleep deprivation. And I look at my life and I am just so grateful that there's so many things I can do that just bring me so much delight. And one of the reasons that I can do them is because of my health. And I think about this year and I've really just been made more aware of it and just even more grateful for it when I just think about it. I just think, oh, I'm just so grateful. And it comes down to, Realizing my little strategic brain realized, oh, my health is a resource. Right. It's not something I'm entitled to, but it's also not something I'm a victim to. Oh, okay. So, how do I invest in health? And that is literally what I have been doing for the last 15 years. And then I have trained in it in postgraduate studies, studying for two years with clinical supervision, blah, 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 blah. All these things worked with clients now for over seven years on a one to one basis. This is something I'm an expert in and I get to live it in my life. And I am so, I am, it makes me cry because I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful. So a couple of examples, the power of health, what that's looked like for my life this year is I was able to train for a triathlon like this. Person who couldn't run for ten years because of hip pain, back pain, chronic fatigue, joint pain, diarrhea. Like there was, you know, I I would try to go for a run, but then I'd just like shit my pants. So that's really going to put you off running. Or I tried to go for a run and I'd end up with like chronic hip and spine pain, which I had loads in my twenties. It's going to put you off running. I try for a run and then all my joints would be sore, and I'd get this like chronic fatigue crash the next few days that would take me like a week to recover from. It's going to put you off running. I have, I have ran. I don't know how many kilometers, I don't use Strava, hundreds of kilometers. I did a triathlon, I did an Olympic triathlon, I didn't die doing it, I run 10Ks, 12Ks regularly and it brings me joy and I am tired, obviously, at the end and I am slow, I'm slow, but I recover okay and you know, so far, good joints, good hips, good back, I'm not sore, I'm like tired, I've used up my energy, but I can do it. I can do it and I know not all of you want to do a triathlon, that's totally fine but I did. I wanted to do it because I love being outside, I love feeling free in my body, I love feeling like some sort of like warrior mountain goat who's just like slowly plodding along a field, up a hill. I love being able to run up a mountain. I love being able to just be free. That's something I personally love. You'll have your own things that might not involve running or triathloning, but that's just one of the things that I'm able to do and I love it. Oh, uh, of the things I think about is my work. After a lot of soul searching and feeling lots of guilt and various things that comes with work and mothering and parenting, I really love work. I always have. I've worked as soon as it was legally allowed. And I've always worked in jobs where I support and care for people. That first meant I worked in a care home and as a home carer. I then worked as a support worker. I then worked with drug addicts and homeless people. I worked with elderly. I worked with people with mental um, disabilities and difficulties. I've always worked in charities, always worked with people where you serve and where you care because I care about other people because I know pain and I feel other people's pain and I want to do whatever small thing I can do to help alleviate someone's pain, even if it's a tiny thing, even if it's just one person in my lifetime that I impact, that's what I want to do. And I've always done that since I was 16, whether it was taking Dorothy to tea who was struggling with dementia or um, cleaning Fred up from some incontinence before his family got there so he wasn't embarrassed to whatever it was. And I love working. And now... Um I worked for charities for many years and then I realized wow what the world needs is actually people with lots of money who are actually going to give it to charities and start up really ethical things like when I worked for all these charities, they just needed more money, you know? And I was like, I think I'm better spent trying to learn how to make money so that I can be a steward and someone, a woman who gives money and um, can give money to causes to to where it's needed. And so I started to run a business and I thought, well, let's just blend, you know, my wanting to care and support people, my own health journey and running a business. And that's essentially how KeziaHall.com began but I love my work. I love working. And I've thought about things, you know, this last year has also been a struggle mental health wise. I've been going through a lot of trauma therapy that has actually been so helpful. I feel so much better for it now, but it's been difficult at times. It's been really challenging circumstances as I have just been healing my parts of my brain, shall we say. And, um, and I've wondered, should I not work? Should I work? Like, I'm always looking at walking my walk and creating an environment and a lifestyle that genuinely serves me. But I love, I love working. And I sometimes wonder if it's a bit too much. Because currently, as of recording this, I run my business, so I have my clients. And recently I've started, well, six months ago I started working for a charity, which is a whole other story and was not part of my plan at all, but it kind of just fell into my lap and felt so right in my gut or my intuition or. And so I start doing it, and I've loved it. I've loved being in a team. I've loved working for a charity again. Like I've always worked for charities, like bigger mission, bigger impact. Um, having a bit of a team. So I've increased to three days. So I've been doing my business on those other two days. So I basically have two jobs. I also have twins that are about to turn three, and I have a son that's five. So I have three. I have three kids born. I had I I birthed three kids in like two years, essentially two and a half years, and so that is quite a thing in itself, childcare, paying for childcare, and making it worth your while to pay for that and work like all of those things. But I, and I sometimes wonder how I do it. And it's because I've cultivated my health. I do actually have energy to do it. I don't end the week. I take Fridays off generally, or I work at that's not true. I work probably about two or three hours first thing on a Friday morning from like half six to nine o'clock, half nine in the morning. And you know, I'm my energy is done by Friday, but I'm not dead. I'm not like working all hours of the day and into the night. I have good boundaries with my work and I am energized. I love it. I am so ready to get started with work on a Monday. I get excited to do it. I love the work that I do, but the only reason I can do that is because I have the energy to do that. I have the capacity also with my dyslexic, and this is, I'm, I don't have an official diagnosis, but I'm pretty sure I have ADHD. The The actual support I've done to nourish my brain means I actually can manage that workload, if that makes sense, whereas I can very much see how even just a couple of years ago, five years ago, I'm not sure my brain would have been able to handle so much just because of how inflamed it probably was and due to various things. So it means I can work and do things that I feel are meaningful and that I enjoy and I can impact my clients and, you know, I've had fatigue and joint pains and, you know, it's and i work with so many clients that have had that are like just barely struggle to work or become work part time or um have to spend several days in bed or all of those kind of things because health is a resource and then when i think about parenting as well and i think about just being able to i don't find parenting easy right and that's why this is not a parenting podcast parenting has it is something I am constantly learning about and being kind to myself about. But I do have the energy for it. I do lose patience, obviously, because I literally have twin two year olds that have like tag team meltdowns, hysterics, waking up in the nights, you you can imagine. But I haven't gotten really sick, if that makes sense. Like I have obviously gotten like the cold or the flu or stomach bug or whatever since having the girls but I've recovered from having twins. I feel like I've done, I've actually recovered pretty well from having so many children in a short space of time. And I'm able to show up for them in a way that feels right for me. And it's obviously not perfect. And I'm sure my children will probably be in therapy in future. And I'm starting to save a little fund for them now in order to do that. But I can I had hyperemesis with my twins hyperemesis gravidarium where where, so I was basically bedridden for about four months couldn't play with my son couldn't watch tv couldn't really function at all I was so sick um and I can really see based on my health history how that was a potential for me if if things hadn't changed um and we never know for sure right but I was scared that that would happen when I would have children. I was very scared before having children that I was just going to be really sick after having them because of the sleep deprivation, because of the toll of pregnancy, because of the nutrient depletions, because all these things I knew. And I was like, I am, I am, I know my health history. I know my genetics. I know my susceptibility. This is likely going to be, could be a big trigger for me because I, I see it all the time with clients people are okay and then they have babies and all of a sudden boom 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 everything goes down the toilet and so I knew I was like a good candidate for that happening and so I was scared to have kids but I actually I have recovered well from them and been able to not be bedridden and be able to have the energy for example you know obviously I'm a holistic nutritionist what my kids eat I really care about I care about what they eat it's literally how their brains are being formed through the food that I give them like and I'm the I'm the person in full, in charge of food in our house so I plan it I think about it but I can 100% see how When you're so exhausted and so tired with kids, the easiest thing to do is just do chicken nuggets and oven pizza all the time and oven chips. And 100%, no judgment there from me. I totally get how that is why that happens in terms of child nutrition. But I actually have the energy and the headspace and the capacity to really think and create nourishing food so that my children can ideally develop a good gut microbiome so that I can support their immune system so that none of them have ever been on antibiotics and I hope it will be that way for a long long time but I only know that's probably the case because I'm very intentional about supporting their immune system that doesn't I don't think just happen It's it's because I am intentional and have the headspace and the energy to think about it and why is that because I have health so it affects my kids. My health directly affects my kids' health in so many ways. It's that powerful. So there's power in your health. So my question is, how are you investing in it? How have you invested in it? And do you do you realize, and I don't mean to patronize you, <laughs> or like, you know, teach you to suck eggs, but this is something I've just been more aware of even the last couple of months where I'm like, oh, this is so powerful. How... I feel in my body and the way that my biology and my cells and my systems and organs are working affects my entire life. It affects the expression of my life. It affects those I love. It affects my ability to be fulfilled and do the things I love. It affects my ability to make money. It affects so many things. And I'm so grateful for all the shitty health that I had just so that I could learn this. And I don't necessarily think you have to have really shitty health to learn this, but I'm grateful. And 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 there's so many lessons that I have learned. So that's the first thing. And the other thing I have been thinking of this year that in terms of that I've been really leaning into, and that it, these are interlinked, is this year I've been focused on feeling good now. So often we have this whole story on our heads of when dot, dot, dot. Then I'll feel good. Then I'll feel confident. Then I'll have energy. Then I'll have headspace. Then I will feel peace. Then I will have more money. Then I will be able to fit into those jeans. Then, then. When my kids are older, then I'll have time to think about my health. When this project at work is done, then I'll be able to focus on my belly. When my house has been renovated, then I'll start to think about food. When I can fit into those genes, then I'll start to feel confident in my body. And most of that is total BS. Honestly, it's just limitations that you and I put on ourselves. And so this year, I have been learning, and I'm still learning this, I've been learning not to outsource my well being and my health and my peace and my health and joy and happiness to anything else, anyone else or any other circumstance. Because that's essentially what you're saying with the whole when and then game is I'm going to outsource how I feel to this external thing. And you actually can't control, you can't control your kids, you can't control your work, you can't control certain things. And you actually have the power to impact how you feel right now. Even now, if you spent the next 10 minutes just really focusing in on gratitude for your life, really tuning in to everything that is good, that is present, that is available to the lungs, that breathe air for you, that your heart, that beats everything, if you were just able to just spend 10 minutes focusing on all the beautiful things in your life, the good things, the memories you have that just brought you so much joy, if you were able just to focus on that for 10 minutes, 10 minutes, you would feel incredible in your body, and your circumstances haven't changed, but there is a power within your mind, and within what you choose to focus on that affects actually how you feel, and so I have just been so aware of this, being someone that has, uh, that grew up in, and with a lot of abuse, and a lot of trauma, My goal was never feeling good. My goal has always been to survive and to protect myself and to fit in, to belong, to kind of not put my head above the radar. And so actually realizing, oh, actually, you know what? I don't need to be... I don't need to survive anymore, I can learn to feel good, I can learn to not wait until the kids are older, until I have energy, I don't need to wait until they're all at school, until I can do something fulfilling, I don't need to wait until I'm in my 40s before I can have, before I can work on my marriage, I don't need to wait until um, the girls are at nursery, before I can start working on my eating and start feeling good, I actually get those things now. I get to do those things now. I get to feel good now because nothing and no one else is going to do that for me. There's no one that's going to come along into my life each day and say, I'm here to cheer you up. I'm here to to create more peace in your mind. I'm here to calm your mind. I'm here to sweat your gut. I'm here to balance your hormones. I'm here to help you um, build more muscle and lose some fat. I'm here to transform your mental health. You have people that come and help and support. And I have lots of great people in my life that are so supportive. But none of that, none of them are gonna make me feel good each day. And this might sound so superficial and like flowery and a bit blah, blah, blah. But it's actually really radical because I think allowing yourself to feel good is literally the opposite of surviving, it's the opposite of pleasing other people. And it's a really radical thing for a lot of women and also other humans and men as well, is this idea that you don't actually need to outsource your well-being to another thing or to another person. It is yours and it is yours every day to cultivate. And even if circumstances are hard, because this year has been really hard. There's been some really dark days. There's been moments where I have just lay in bed for many, many hours and had to check out of life as I've had flashbacks or as my brain has been triggered or as I've recovered from various um, kind of therapies and treatments that I've been doing which have been really helpful but in the moment that's really hard it's not like every (laughs) second of every day I'm like happy Annie like it's it's difficult but I still get to choose how I feel. I get to choose to feel good. And part of the process this year of me choosing to feel good is going, okay, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to try and support my brain as much as possible. I am going to do the therapy. I'm going to do some of the uncomfortable things so that it's easier for me to feel good, if that makes sense. So even short term, you know, short term hard, long term gain. And that is another key part of, I think, about health. And when you start to see it as a resource, you realize it really is about investment. And most, if you ever invest money, you'll know that you, the best investments are when people actually treat them as long, long-term long gain. If you're constantly taking your money in and out of this stock, that stock, this bond, that, well, you can't do it with bonds, but all over the place, you're actually never gonna really see a return. But if you put your money in a decent portfolio, that's relatively steady. That's maybe not that sexy for long term. And you do that for ten years, you will see a return on that. And we, and that's the power of health. When you see it as a resource, when you see it as something that you invest in, you're not just you. You become aware of what's the long term goal. And for me, the long term goal. But also now, what I've been learning this year, my daily goal, daily, hourly, minute by minute goal is to feel good. And what that means for me is feeling more peace. It's feeling calm. It's feeling proud of myself. It's feeling really abundant. It's feeling really grateful. It's feeling really free in my daily choices. It's feeling appreciated. And I don't wait for people to give me those things. Yes, my partner appreciates me and there's love, but I'm not waiting for him in order to feel those things. I get to cultivate those myself and I cultivate those things actually Partly by working on my actual biology. Hello, the more serotonin I produce, the happier I'm going to be. How do I make better serotonin? Well, I can meditate. I can work on my um, protein intake, protein digestion. I can make sure I'm having all the right ingredients and nutrients. I make sure that I, my body is able to make serotonin. Because you're not going to feel good if your serotonin's low. You're just not. Like, that's not going to, that's just not a possibility. So some of this feeling good comes back to your health. It comes back to supporting your biology and it also comes back to um, some of what your brain is focusing on, your nervous system and some of the choices that you make. And this is why I am i am a holistic nutritionist and I am a coach. You need both. It would be pointless for me just to do lots of nice mindset work if I never supported my brain and my biology and the actual cellular structure of my brain and the, the serotonin production or the dopamine balance of my brain. All the mindset work is never going to be that effective if I don't, if I'm unable to utilize and support the biology at the same time. Now, vice versa. There's no point in you taking all the supplements and being obsessed with your food if you constantly think rubbish about yourself or if you're constantly um, outsourcing your, your happiness and your peace to other people, to your kids, to your partner, to your job, that it doesn't matter how much, you need both, essentially. And that's why I do what I do. Because you need both, okay? So those are the two things I have been leaning into. I hope this leaves you feeling just some of the energy that I know is in my body right now. And as we begin a new year, whether you want to, some people start a new year with clean intentions, some people don't. It doesn't really matter what time of year it is. But just know that there is so much power in your health and in your body. And you get to feel good now. And think about how are you investing in your health this year? How are you investing in this resource that is your health? Because when you have this abundance of health, you can do so many things that you love and be the person that you want to be. Because it's really hard to be that, I don't know, Really loving, passionate wife. If you hate your body and you have no energy, like it's really hard to be a gentle, patient parent if your dopamine levels are all over the place and maybe your testosterone levels are super high. And so you're way more angry and aggressive than you maybe could be. Like that's really hard. So I hope this is helpful and inspiring. And I'm sending you so much love. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening sending you love. I'm so grateful and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you haven't left me a review yet, please go to iTunes, scroll down, look at ratings and review and give me a five-star review and leave a few comments. That really helps the podcast to reach more people. And if you want to know more about anything I mentioned in the podcast, you can go to the show notes at keziahall.com forward slash blog. And I would love to hear from you if you have any other questions. And please share this podcast with anyone that you know that you find helpful. Screen share it, put it on Instagram, Facebook, put it in your WhatsApp groups. Screenshot it, share it with a friend. The more people that hear about this show, the merrier. Because more and more women need to know how good they get to feel.